So the U.S. government, here's a plot twist, is now saying it co-owns part of Moderna's coronavirus vaccine, a product it is also mandating. Huh? Who's going to own that vaccine? Does the federal government own it? One of the vaccines, the one that's furthest along, was started actually at the federal government in our own vaccine research center at NIH. That one, of course, we do have some particular uh, stake in the intellectual property. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened. We've got a real interesting one for you today. I know we just posted a clip um, last week kind of showing Glenn Beck's interview with Tucker Carlson, kind of going over some of the research and documentation that Glenn Beck and his team have done over the last year or 18 months. They have really done some extensive research into the COVID-19 pandemic, vaccines, and the history of just everything that is going on. And they're just trying to find the truth. And it seems like they did. Um, so for anybody who watched that clip, this is actually, we're going to break down some of the presentation that Glenn Beck did in his, uh, his special, which was a two-hour special. We encourage you guys to go watch the whole thing. We're going to break down about eight minutes of it that it's kind of really the, the meat of this whole presentation. I mean, what we're going to break down today is really revealing about what's going on in our country and in the world, but you need to see the whole two hours to really understand everything. Um, so with that, let's uh, let's get into it. So I'm Josh All again. I'm joined, as always, with Pastor Rob Coburn, and we've got Nate Archer yep. at the table again today. Glad to have you guys. Hey, good to be here. Yep, good yeah. to be here. So, so far, I feel like The Awakened has been... It's been good. I feel like we've gotten some good feedback. People seem to be enjoying the, pre- or the uh, material that we're... Yeah. Shedding light on. And and we're getting comments on, on different platforms about, you know, why aren't we seeing this everywhere? And yeah. we'll, we'll do a show on that too. Yeah. Uh, something, and I know we didn't talk about this. I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Just real briefly, explain what you've been telling everybody here about the difference between light and darkness and knowledge and ignorance. Because I think that plays a lot into why this stuff is so important and why more people don't know about it. Yeah. So in scripture, uh, we can really dig down in and define words and the words in the scripture uh, really give us a, an inkling on what the meaning of those words are. So we've been talking about world and earth and I don't want to get into all that, but, uh, but we did talk about light and darkness and, uh, and knowledge and ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, light is actually knowledge and darkness would be ignorance. And the scripture says that the enemy the devil is the prince of darkness. So he's a prince of ignorance. So his goal is to keep people ignorant of the truth so that they can't actually function the way that they were created to function on the earth. So is that a quick enough? That's perfect. Okay. There you That's go. perfect. Okay. Cause you know, we've all heard the expression and we've all used it. Don't keep me in the dark. Right. Well, you're not, you don't literally mean don't keep me in a dark room. You mean, right. don't keep me out of the loop. Don't keep me ignorant to what's exactly. going on. And the greatest tool of darkness, the ignorance of the world, the greatest tool of the enemy is darkness. And, uh, and so what we're about to do today is we're about to shine light on some things that have been dark. And here's the, here's the thing. Um, you have to watch the two hours totally. And we'll give you the, the link will be in the notes. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. But, um, you got to watch the whole two hours and it, and I'm telling you it's worth blocking out every distraction and sitting down for two hours and watching the special Glenn Beck and his team, 
amazing, amazing research uh, and documentation of everything. Um, but the, the key is, is that what we're going to do is we're going to shine light in the darkness that you felt. You know, like inside of every human being, you know that this is wrong. And we actually today there's breaking news from Austria um, that we're going to be talking about in another show. But um, there is a there is a darkness that you felt about the whole COVID-19 deal. And that darkness that you felt, we're going to hopefully shine some light on it and, uh, and be able to give you some knowledge about it. Because when you're educated about something, uh, it brings light and there's no, there's no question anymore about it. And so everyone's making up their mind one way or the other about the whole COVID-19 crisis. Our goal is to bring to you the most light that we can bring to you in a short amount of time so that you can go make up your own decision and decide what it is for you. Um, so that's what we're going to do today. But remember, if there's something that is dark and we're, as you said, we're not talking about sitting in a dark room. Yeah. If there's something that you are lacking knowledge on, then go get the knowledge of light, go get light, get knowledge on that topic and you'll be more at peace than you've ever been at peace in your life. Yeah. And it's important. You got to find sources that you trust. Yes. That you, you genuinely believe that what they're trying to tell you is as far as they know the truth, because like this, this research that Glenn Beck and his team did, I mean, they, they even provided all the, their research materials. Like I have the link. You can, you can submit a request, get the link. I downloaded all these documents. I mean, they're out there for everybody to see. Yeah. They're public I went, documents. I went and looked at the, the one, um, document myself just because we'll show it in the clip but i wanted to go see it for myself in the document on my own computer screen and right there it was it's all there yeah uh so so the goal of people doing nefarious things people doing things that probably are illegal is to keep it in the dark right mm -hmm. so somebody does something illegal they go hide mm -hmm. uh, they don't want anybody to know and uh and so hopefully today we shine some light for you uh, give you some knowledge that will help you process the COVID-19 crisis. Yep, absolutely. So if you guys are ready, uh, let's, do let's kick off this first. So this first clip's a little longer. It's about two minutes, um, but it's it's chock full of uh, yeah, lots of some good about. stuff here. It's almost like they have an ulterior motive here. Okay, if by some strange chance you're just standing, you might want to take a seat because this is going to piss you off. The Moderna mRNA technology, it's heralded as the next great leap in vaccines, a modern day marvel for the pharmaceutical and medical industry. Oh, did you buy any stock for Moderna? Because boy, they really hit it out of the park. For eight years, people have been looking at Moderna, who pioneered the technology. It was said to, quote, revolutionize medicine and disrupt the pharmaceutical industry. Clearly, anyone to first nail down this tech was going to be very, very wealthy. Are you ready? This is 153 pages of the confidential agreement between Moderna and the U.S. government. And it goes back to 2015. Jason, what was happening in 2015? 
of Frankenstein coronavirus. That's right. The same time Dr. Barrick and Dr. Xi published their paper on the new Frankenstein coronavirus. In fact, let's skip down to page 104. It shows that the NIH and Moderna were collaborating with Dr. Barrick. Wow. His signature is on page 106 of the Material Transfer Agreement. But let's get back up to the top of this specific agreement. The NIH appears to be transferring the mRNA tech to Dr. Barrick. But look what they want to make clear. Quote, mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates developed and jointly owned by the NIAID and Moderna. I'm sorry. I mean, I've seen ulterior motives before, but usually you see them coming. Did you know that the government co-owns the vaccine? Oh, by the way, this is not part of the Trump's thing. This is, this is not part of that. This is 2015. The same government that is now mandating its use owns the vaccine. Is there even a precedence for this? The inventor of the polio vaccine, I know, refused to patent it. The distribution was privately funded. The flu vaccine is an open source with global collaboration. You would think that this wouldn't be patented and held by the United States government. But it is. But it is. And the interesting thing is the 2015. Yeah. This is, this is years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's co-owned. Yeah. by a private company and the federal government and we were all we we all didn't know about it we were in the dark as you mm -hmm. would say we were without knowledge on this topic and if if people would have seen this coming if we all would have seen this coming we would have predicted maybe what they would have done or what they would have implemented on the planet to make money right but you know this this isn't something that's going to be uh reported on the nightly news Hey, no. just so you know, the, you know, Moderna is working on mRNA technology. By the way, the U.S. government partly owns the technology they're developing. That was never reported on. Right. Nobody would know that. And like he said, it was on pages 104 and 105 of this document, of exactly. this agreement. Yeah, very clearly yeah. stated that they wanted everyone to know that they had a stake in it. Mm -hmm. And he gives the, uh, he sets the picture of the polio vaccine. Right. And how different. Yeah, oh, we're not going to patent it. We just want to help the community. Yeah, we're just doing it out of the goodness of our hearts and wanting to save people. Yeah. And I, uh, you see the complete opposite with the rollout of the COVID vaccine. Now, I think this, uh, this special came out about maybe a month ago mm -hmm. or so. And I remember when I first was watching it, I actually was standing up. Mm -hmm. I was I was doing some stuff, you know, in the kitchen, but I had I was listening and I was watching it. And whenever that came up that the U.S. government actually co-owns these vaccines, I, I I did just kind of stop where I was at and thought, what? Yeah. Six years going into seven years ago. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy to think about. And yet, and yet today, even we're seeing the forcing of, or strongly, uh, suggested, <laughs> suggesting that, that you take a part of something that the government owns, uh, because they have a vested interest. Yep. Uh, anything else before we move to the next uh, segment? No. Okay, no. here we go. As of April, our government has paid Moderna $6 billion to support the vaccine that they co-own. 
So if we own 50% of it, are we getting paid? Are we getting a discount? Where's that money going to? And if we're not getting money, why the hell would we, why would, why would we have this agreement? Now, keep in mind that Moderna is a company that attempted to bring nine previous products to market, including with this mRNA technology. All were unsuccessful, all nine times. The most recent actually occurred right before COVID. Only once was Moderna even to, able to develop a product that advanced to human trials portion of development. So this is their first success or is it? I mean, how many more unlimited booster shots are we gonna have to have to take? I mean, in the next 10 years. And this might be the biggest conflict of interest case in all of mankind. Now, okay. I thought, well, maybe the government's smart, maybe they're getting money, but why wouldn't they tell you this? What does the government gain here? Well, you don't need to look further than the Great Reset and their goal of public-private partnerships on a massive scale. They are now working in partnership with private pharmaceutical companies. They, all, these, all these politicians, we don't like those big pharma. They're in bed with them. They share ownership of intellectual property. They are now beholden to the federal government's whims and regulations. If they jump, the only answer is how high? This is the precedent they are moving towards for all of society, not just in America, but the entire Western world. We're seeing it now in industries across the spectrum. The biggest and most frightening right now is banking and big tech. It's the standard everywhere. So the problem with the, the private partner or private public partnerships is, and help me if I'm not saying this correctly, but the government is put in place to represent us, we the people. Yes. So when these you know private companies maybe go astray or they're doing things that seem to be illegal or it's not what the people want, that's why the government's there. We go to the government to tell them this no we want to vote to have this regulated or to have this whatever correct so when the but when the government is entering partnerships with those private entities there'll be no regulation that actually benefits the people and yeah, exactly who gets written out of the equation the people. people and and that's the whole goal of the great reset right um i mean there's there's three foundational components to the great reset and the one is to this end government should improve coordination uh, upgrade trade agreements, create conditions for a stakeholder economy. Uh, this is for fairer outcomes globally. That's what the Great Reset's all about. The, the fairer outcomes globally. And for the governing elite, what is a more fair outcome that they get paid and um, the rest of the world becomes beholden to them? Yeah. I mean, so they're not representing us. I mean, we, we've seen people go to Washington um, and they've been voted in by people on a certain platform and they go to Washington, they become millionaires in the first year that they're there and they don't vote anything that their constituents had sent them for. And when we talk about the swamp, um, it, it, it truly is. Mm -hmm. And we see the swamp at work in this uh, Moderna partnership right. because it takes no into no account uh, personal rights at all 
Yeah. Some of the terminology that gets repeated over and over anytime people are talking about the great reset coming out of like the world economic forum and Davos and all that is uh, stakeholder yep. versus shareholder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the state, it's all about the, what, what's good for the stakeholders, which is not you or me or anybody watching this video. It's the, it's the elites, it's the government people. It's the, you know, the business owners, the private entities that have stake in what's going on. It's not the shareholders, which would be us. Right. You know? Yeah. It's, it's who has their hands in the pie. Yeah. You know, the third, uh, not to belabor this point, but the third and final priority, according to the Great Reset's website, the World Economic Forum, says their agenda, the Great Reset agenda, is to harness the innovations of the fourth industrial revolution to support the public good, especially by addressing health and social challenges, even if those health and social challenges are created by the system. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what we're looking at here. Um you know, it says during the COVID-19 crisis, companies, uh, universities, and others have joined forces to develop diagnostics, therapeutics, and possible vaccines. Mm-hmm. It's all a part of the same thing. The Great Reset, COVID-19, government, NAIA, or not, whatever it is. NAID, yeah, NIAD. NIAD, yeah. All of that together, it's all under the same plan. And the American people are read out of this because we have representatives in Washington who would rather pad their pockets and stand for who elected them. Yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest lies that I hear repeated over and over, whether it's in the media or just people I'm talking to, and it's just, they seem convinced of this is everything that's being done with COVID Mm -hmm. is for the greater good, right? It's for the communal good. Like we got to do this to protect our neighbors and our family and all our loved ones and everybody else. You got to do this to protect everybody else. The government is not in place to protect the people. The government is in place to protect the constitution, to protect our rights. Yeah. That's a huge difference. But see, even the even the people that are in Washington right now were probably not taught that. Right. Because the communist manifesto way back in the in the 60s was set up to take all the education out all the constitutional education out to demean our founding fathers and why we were created as a country. And so I mean, think about it. It takes a village to raise a child. We heard that back in the in the nineties, right? Uh, Hillary Clinton talked about that all the time for a while. Why? Because it was the same talking points that they're using in the Great Reset. It's the same talking points through all of this. Now we got vaccines for five year olds. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this this is a global takeover of a dark nature. Yeah, and thanks to Glenn Beck and his team, we're finding out where this came from. Do you remember we thought it was a little odd that the government shut down the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? It was, it was really nothing to worry about. In fact, the others had the same kind of flaws. And when they shut this down, when they shut down Johnson & Johnson, everything went off the rails. People stopped taking the medicine. That's when we started saying, well, we have to have a mandate. It never made sense to me. Maybe it makes a little more sense now. Johnson and Johnson vaccine isn't mRNA. The government owns the competitor to this. That as soon as he explained that, that whole situation made sense to me. Yeah. Well, you saw it come on the scene. I mean, people even around here were getting it. Yep. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's it's this big huge scandal on the news like we got to get rid of this. It's horrible, all that. It explains it. It's a competitor. 
financially. Classic, yeah. classic business strategy. Yeah. Take your competitors out of business. When, when the when the mainstream media starts reporting on something, you almost automatically have to ask, why are they reporting on this? Yeah. Not not that they're just trying to let everybody know, hey, something could be wrong with J and J. Why are they Why are they letting this be reported on? Yeah. And I think that what we're seeing, uh, if you look at the mainstream media right now, uh, Brian Williams just yes. uh, yep. resigned, um, saying, "I'm not a I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Uh, I'm not a conservative. I'm an institutionalist." And he said, "I believe in this place, in the love of my country. I yielded to no one. But darkness on the edge of the town has spread to the main roads, the highways, the neighborhoods. It's now in the local bar, the bowling alley, the school board, and the grocery store. And it must be acknowledged and answered for. Those who swore an oath to our Constitution." Uh, decided to join the mob and become something they're not while hoping we for, we somehow forget who they were. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside. This, this should scare you to no end as much as it scares an aging volunteer fireman. This is exact. He resigned because of what we're talking about. I'm not putting words in his mouth. I just read his quote, but like he resigned because he's seeing that they're not standing for individual rights. They're not standing for the constitution. It is for the stakeholders, the people that are paying their pocket. Mm -hmm. It is for those people. And if that means that, that we need to force people to get this thing that we own injected into their arm, then we'll do it. Everybody should know that $6 billion was swapped hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like how does not everyone know that? Right. Exactly. Let's clarify a little bit. Six billion dollars of our money. Yep. Right. Yep. Six right. Billion, it's not the government's money. Yep. Anything that the government spends is actually our money. Right. The government doesn't produce anything. No. The government does not actually provide anything to, to make money themselves. Right. It's our money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're using our money. To pay Moderna. To pay Moderna. Mm-hmm. For vaccines and development and all that stuff. So if this was happening in 2015... It begs the questions, what's happened since then that we don't know about? Oh, a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm and, sure. and the rest of the special, Glenn, I mean, he he talks about, so he's got three three parts. The first part's the, the vaccine arms race. It goes up until, up until the pandemic, kind of what we're talking about here. And then after, or like during the pandemic and everything. So like, if you want to know who the players are, and he talks about mm-hmm. Dr. Barrick and Dr. Shi, you'll know after watching this who these people are, because I'm sure you've heard the names thrown around from Mm -hmm. time to time, but you will really understand who they are, what role they played, and how this has all led to the darkness, the ignorance that, like Brian Williams said, has come in from, now it was on the outskirts of town, now it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's the ignorance, because that's actually what the mainstream media is doing. Like They are spreading ignorance to you. Exactly. Like exactly. you're consuming ignorance. That's the crazy part about it. Yeah. And, and you know, we've all heard about talking points that yeah. if you, if you would, if you would take the mainstream media and you'd line them up and watch the morning news on each one, they've got the same talking points because they're perpetuating ignorance on the community because they, they want to side with, because that's where they're getting their funding they, they want to side with the organization that's perpetuating this, this nonsense. Yep. The media used to be, or was originally intended to keep the government and, and these people in check. Yes. And now they've actually... To report. Be, yes. That's what journalism is. It's reporting and finding out what the truth is. Not going into the, not going into the situation already having your mind made up on what the truth is. 
It's going in saying, I want to report on this event, mm -hmm. whatever it is. I want to report on this event. I'm going to show you what's going on. And then I'm going to tell you, you make up your own mind. That's what journalism used to be. <laughs> right now it's propaganda and it's, they go in to the event saying, this is the outcome we want. Let's only take the pictures of the things that we want to show. And it's infiltrated the sports world. I've, you've mentioned a ton in entertainment. It's everywhere. It's not just your local news. No, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And, and it all, I, I like what you said earlier. Like we have to ask the question, why are they saying that Johnson and Johnson's bad? We, we used to be able to believe yeah. that whenever somebody reported on something that it was a report, not an agenda, mm -hmm. but obviously the, the media has been co-opted and that's why it's important to know where your source is and to say, listen, I, I'm not hearing this anywhere else. I need to go research it. We're not asking you, we're not asking you to say, um, listen to what we're saying and believe us. Like the awakened is not about that. We've got our own opinions and we talk about it pretty openly, but our goal is that we highlight things to you. We bring light to it. We bring knowledge to it. And then you go home and you research it and you watch the two hours and you say, I'm going to make up my own mind. And maybe you agree with us. Maybe you don't, but that's the goal of this show is not to give you our opinion of what's going on. We do have our opinions and sometimes they slip out, but our goal <laughs> is to, to actually show you, Hey, here's, we're going to shine light on this thing. These eight minutes that, that Glenn Beck is doing and we're saying now go watch the two hours. That's the goal of this show. Yeah. I mean, a year ago when, or whenever that was that the J and J thing happened and it was being reported on and being shut down and all that nonsense. I, I didn't know at the time I was ignorant. I didn't know that it was the only one that wasn't MRNA. Right. I no. didn't know that. Right. Yeah. I had no idea either. I never questioned, well, why are they reporting on this one and not the other two? Yep. Mm-hmm. Because this, because the, the actual results, the harm that was done or the negative effects of it were equal. Yeah. Just like Glenn said, they all had the same flaws. Why was that one being targeted? Because they didn't make money. Right. Yep. It wasn't theirs. It always comes back to money. It does, as we're about to see. So here's the next clip from, from Glenn. Why has the government been against so many, in fact, any kind of COVID treatment they won't even talk about it. They won't talk about our natural immunity. And if things come up like hydroxychloroquine and most recently ivermectin, horse dewormer, they destroy it. How many people have died because the government is undermining treatments and your private physician while simultaneously pimping a vaccine that they own? That's been one of my biggest beefs with this whole situation is the absolute neglect of natural immunity yeah they don't even acknowledge it no, no. you're not you're not even allowed to really talk about it. you almost get demonized yep. if you say well you know i've had covid i've got antibodies i feel you know i'm all right i'm good yeah and oh, we, no. you're looked at like are you nuts right exactly and the the attack on all of those things he mentioned ivermectin hydroxychloroquine natural immunity um, the attack on that is so fierce that many people won't even talk about any of it anymore. No, I mean, wow, what was the situation? I, I wish I had the article up. Um, it was a while back. They were trying to get those monoclonal antibodies mm -hmm. and, and the federal government actually said they, they put a stop on it. They wouldn't let that treatment be shipped to the States. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it was, am I remembering yeah. that correctly? Yep. And I thought that was so weird. I'm like, I've heard so many reports about this treatment being super successful for, 
COVID, mm-hmm. why would the government, and that was before I, I knew that the government owns the vaccine, to see the only thing they're going to let you use. Right. And we're seeing across the globe, you know, America is part owner in it, but the globe is implementing mm-hmm. this vaccine. And I think it's very interesting that that they're all going hardcore. We're not yet in America. There are some cities that are. But the reason why everybody says is it's coming here is because we, the government has a financial gain that every American is vaccinated. Yep. Yes. They, they've got a financial gain that every person in the world is vaccinated with the mRNA right. vaccines. Right. It's their technology that they own. Right. And so before the non-mRNA technology, as Johnson & Johnson and the flu shot and all that other stuff... Um, that that was this uh, this global uh, coming together of the the brightest minds of the world to solve a problem now becomes a financial gain and a forcing of governments to do this. And the question has to become, what is the financial gain of other countries to put this on their people? Yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, when when doctors are begging to use can I please treat my patient who's dying of whatever with COVID? Can I please treat them with ivermectin? They're being denied by the hospital. Even fired, I've seen some yeah. cases. Like, are, are, you, are you kidding? Yeah. yeah, because it's not about the individual life. It's about the stakeholders. Yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do with the shareholders. Nope, it's no. not shareholders, it's stakeholders. And if the United States government was a, were the people to fund this thing, and, it, and the United States is the most free up until this point, the rest of the world is collapsing under this. It begs the question, if it started here, what's eventually trying to creep in here? Oh, it's, it started here and it's going to end here. Exactly. One way or another. And, and I, do, I do believe the only thing really stopping us from being the rest of the world right now is the Bill of Rights. Yep. I mean, they, how, how much have they tried to attack the Constitution by saying, um, you know, it's inherently racist and it was, you know, written by white supremacists, all this garbage that they're trying to plant in people's minds like, hey, we need to rewrite this thing. We need a new constitution. And it all comes back to, you can still have those things, but medical emergencies trump all of that. Okay, now, I, I wasn't going to go here, but I'm going to go here. <laughs> um, so Thursday, January 10th, 1963, the communist goals were listed on the floor of Congress. They read them off. And there are... 45 of them, um, and they read them out to uh, the floor. And uh, it says, to develop the illusion that the total disarmament of the Uni- by the United States would be the demonstration of moral strength. So take, take everything away, right? Um, I'm just reading a few of them. To promote the UN, in other words, a global organization, as the only hope for mankind. If its charter is rewritten, demand that it be set as a one-world government, with its own independent armed forces. Number 13, do away with loyal oaths. Number 14, continue giving Russia access to the U.S. Patent Office. Number 15, they're doing it now, right? We co-own things with entities. Uh, 15, capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. Number 16, use technical decisions of the courts to weaken basic American institutions by claiming their activities violate civil rights. 
Number 17, get control of schools. Use the transmission belts for socialism. Use them for as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers associations. Put the party line in textbooks. Number 18, gain control of student newspapers. Number 19, use student riots to foment public protest against programs and organizations which are under the under communist attack. Infiltrate the press. Get control of book reviews. Okay. Gain control of key positions in radio, television, motion pictures, and I would add social media. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Eliminate the laws. Eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech in the free press. Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography, obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Present homosexuality degeneracy and promiscuity as normal, natural, healthy life. Uh, Infiltrate the church and replace revealed religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible and emphasize the need for intellectual maturity, uh, which does not need a religious crutch. Eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in the schools and on, on the ground that it violates the principle of separation of church and state. Discredit the American, this is what you're talking about, so sorry it took me so long to get there, but no, you're good. It, all that's the background. Number 29, discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, out of step with modern needs, a hindrance to cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. It's right in their documents. Well, this is a wave of communism. It's not, and we know how communism was slowed down the first time and mm-hmm. what happened prior to that. This is a wave of communism taking over the world. And I remember whenever I was a little kid, a uh, pastor in our church said he preached a sermon called communism is Satan's last stand. It is the global, the global crisis is not COVID-19 it's communism. I'm glad you read a lot of those that came before that one too, because that, that couldn't be number one. You can't just number one, attack the constitution and try to discredit it. People would be like, shut up, go away. Yeah. But if you institute all those other things first, you implement those things, you infiltrate the schools, you, that's your number one. Yeah. And everything about like the social justice and try to, you know, now, now everything's got to be equitable and and racist, blah, blah, blah. Then you can get down to 29 and be like, well, now that we've convinced everybody of most of these, they can say, Oh, I guess the constitution is outdated. Okay. So all of this has been going on since 63. They came right out in Congress, read this, and said, this is what we want to do. I've got a few more. <laughs> it's, okay. it's terrifying already to think how many checks they've put. Yeah, so number 30, and I'm, I'm skipping over a lot. Uh-huh. Number 30, discredit the American founding fathers. Present them as selfish aristocrats who have no concern for the common man. Yep. Infiltrate and gain control of unions. Infiltrate and gain control of big business. Check, check. Transfer some of the powers of arrest from the police to social agencies. Treat all behavioral problems as psychiatric disorders, which no one but psychiatrists can understand or even treat. Yep. Mm -hmm. You don't want to get the vaccine? You're nuts. We need to treat you in a camp somewhere with Uh someone who's skilled to treat your... Would they try to give the lady? Uh, Uh, Value. Yeah. 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 Same thing there. Yeah. 
She, yeah, you, you don't under, you're getting, you want to take a run. Yeah. You want to go out for a run. You want to come out of your little corner and cross the line. Are you kidding? No, we need to give you medicine. You need help. Correct. She was experiencing severe anxiety from being locked up unjustly. Right. And they were treating it as like, oh yeah, you're nuts. Here's a little volume. Just chill out. Okay. So I'm going to read one more. It's number 42. (laughs) Create the impression that violence and insurrection are legitimate aspects of the American tradition that students and social interest groups should rise up and use united force, quote unquote, to solve economic, political, and social problems. So rate a target. Mm-hmm. Rate a target. Or whatever. Or lows or whatever. Yeah. So that is, it says to make that legitimate, to make that so that it seems like it's legitimate aspects of American tradition. <laughs> Isn't that what they're doing? They yes. won't even report on that target. Nope. They won't even report on this stuff because the people that understand what's really going on, and I encourage you, we can even, uh, it's a PDF, but I mean, I can put it, we can somehow yeah. link it. But I mean, they're in here and they were read on the floor of Congress. And I remember, um, I remember uh, Nikita Khrushchev 60 years ago said, your children's children will live under communism. You Americans are so gullible. No, you won't accept communism outright, but we will keep feeding you small doses of socialism until we finally, until you will finally wake up and find you already have communism. That is what the World Economic Forum, that's what the, it, that is what it is. And we just have to call a spade a spade and say, this is what's happening. His words there, the words he used, are so interesting, one day you'll wake up to realize yeah. And that's what's that's what this show is about. That's what the awakening. That's what's happening to everybody is we're all waking up going, Holy crap, how did we get where we're at right now? Because they've been working on forty five core vision statements yep. and the rest of the world has been asleep. And yep. it's all kind of like behind the scenes stuff for the eventual rollout of COVID. Yeah. If you think about it. Well, because they have to they have to have a crisis, right? Yeah. Isn't that what they said yes. uh, years ago? Well, and even Klaus Schwab said, uh, it's yes. a crisis we got to take advantage of. Years you know? behind the scenes work, yeah. roll out a crisis. And it's, it's always a crisis that they already have the solution to. And and this is something I heard a long time ago that has always stuck with me is that the solution they present is slightly less bad than the problem they're trying to fix anyway. So COVID's this pandemic, whatever, you know, that's bad. Well, let's roll out this solution. We got to do lockdowns and mandatory vaccines. That's not as bad as people dying. It's bad. It's not as bad as people dying. Right. So people just accept the solution because, well, it's not as bad. Right. Yeah. But then you're inching away from the, the rights that you have and you're giving them up without thinking about it. You wake up one day and you have communism because socialism has been pushed down your throat. Yep. And and it's been a hundred year plan or more probably um, to to really bring this to light and to make it the mainstream. And we are now trying to fight communism with an uneducated electorate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm they, just saying, asleep electorate. And they yeah. like to give us a little wins along the way. Yeah. It seems like yeah. to get your hopes up. Yeah. That's what they've done so yeah, far. Like, oh, you can go back to having church in your building yep. now. Yep. You know, but in Canada, they take a chain and put it around the door and yeah, put yeah. an eight foot fence around your building and say, no, you can't do it there. 
Well, and, and a bigger example would be, you know, the, the federal courts have blocked these vaccine mandates. Well, what a win for us. It's not a win. It's not a win. Like that's a temporary hold. And then I see all these states, they want, you know, they're, they're trying to write in legislation about, well, you know, vaccine mandates are illegal and blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't have to pass laws about that. They're already unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. They're unconstitutional. All- this is what I don't understand about about our system is we go, we send our representatives to go to Washington and they go make laws about things that there's already one law, the constitution, the legal document that runs our country already addresses that fact. You don't need to say that somebody can't stick something in your arm if you don't want it. You don't need to say that. It's already in there. You have right. personal rights. You, you don't have to write a law that, that says a certain thing about gun ownership. We already have in the Constitution the right to bear arms. Why do we have the right to bear arms? To, to stop the government from coming and approaching on our personal freedom. Mm-hmm. That's what it was there for. And so we, we have all these people that are in, in Washington and I'm sure all around the world, but people in Washington and our country that are going there to write laws about stuff that they, there's already laws about. Right. So right. why are you there? You should be here. You should be here among the people. The reason why they go there and they don't come home is because they know that if the people were awake, I was talking to somebody who lobbies in Columbus uh, this, this, I don't know, this week, I forget what day it was. But I was talking to them and, and they said, most of the representatives in Columbus, Ohio, never hear a phone call from their constituents about any law that they're writing. And he said, if, if you would just get five or 10 people to call, it would completely change what they vote on in Columbus. The, the, the mass of people in the United States are asleep and we're falling in to the quote of Nikita Khrushchev when he said, you're not going to receive it. You're going to get it down the road because you've been sleeping. That's what we're doing. And if you look at the chart of the World Economic Forum and all the things that they've got their hands into, it's communism from, from 1930s on steroids. Yeah. Just to give everybody a, uh, a tease for later in the week, we are going to have somebody come in who is part of an organization that's trying to educate everybody just on the Ohio Constitution. Right. Because in the Ohio Constitution, there's already, and I can't find it here real quick, um, but there's already a, a piece in the Constitution that says, that no federal, state, or local laws shall um, mandate or, or force anybody into one form of health care. Mm-hmm. Meaning they can't come in and say, well, you have to get this Because that's vaccine. one form of health care. You can't, you can't tell people they have to wear a mask. Right. Because that's a form of health care. Right. So, like, everything that they've been doing actually goes against the Ohio Constitution, but none of us knew that. Because we didn't know the Constitution. So, they're trying to make sure people are aware. So... I can't wait to have that conversation with her. Yeah. Later. I don't yeah. think people knew the power the states had until COVID rolled out, no. honestly, because you saw Florida be exempt from everything. Honestly, I didn't even know that was, I thought whatever came out of Washington was nationwide, but it's not that at all. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, the states have more rights than, than the federal government. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So we got one final clip here from uh, that we want to show from Glenn Beck. We'll talk about that and then wrap this up now they want to push their vaccine on everybody who has a heartbeat including five to 11 year olds the flu for five to 11 year olds is more dangerous by far than the covid virus this is a group that has almost a zero risk from covid why would they do that well for a couple of reasons because they own it every dose administered must sound like the rapid cha-ching of millions of cash registers 
also control. I also find it interesting that the only treatment that Fauci hasn't smeared is remdesivir, right? Well, who developed it? Oh my gosh, Dr. Barrick, he did, the same guy that did the, that's weird. But surely we didn't fund it. I mean, who, oh no, we did. Dr. Fauci's NIH funded the basic research. That's weird. Well, I mean, the only thing that would be weirder is if, if China and the Wuhan lab was involved. And that's certainly, holy crap, there it is. Wuhan Institute of Virology applied to patent the use. Wow. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You can't. Let's go back to the signature page of the transfer agreement. I want you to take a look at the date. 12 12 2019 holy crap there it is (laughs) (laughs) it's all there if you start to look it's all connected and this this is just an excellent presentation of this information Mm -hmm. Uh, they they connect all the dots yep no no loose ends i mean by the time you're done with two hours of watching this you're just your head's ready well like you always say you need the duct tape because your head's (laughs) going to be all over the place but oh my lord it's explode and, it's wild, and he he ends that clip, and you can watch more about it. But um, you know, remdesivir, and, and yes. I I know people that have had it, and it 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 has a, a negative effect on them. It did in the cases that I know of, and then I know people who have been that sick or worse that have taken ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and are now walking around with no lasting mm-hmm. effects. It's it's the same as the vaccine. They own it. They patented it, and. The interesting thing that he pointed out right at the end of that clip, and I know uh, this is very interesting, but 12, 12, 2019, mm-hmm. that's very significant. It is. And when you watch the special, you'll, he, he'll, you'll know the events that were happening kind of right around that time and right before. And it was whenever the first cases were starting to pop up in Wuhan mm-hmm. and they weren't telling anybody about it yet. Well, they weren't telling everybody about it. Somebody obviously knew about it because on twelve twelve there was a transfer agreement. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. It it this kind of, this, this whole thing blew my mind, but at the same time it it put the pieces together real quick because everything started to make sense. Yep, everything. It, it's all clear. And and the other thing that's clear is is that you're not seeing this anywhere. Right. You're not seeing this anywhere. You're not seeing a two hour special being advertised that that this is out there. In fact. If you go to YouTube and try to find it, you're not going to find it. It's being Correct. it's being smothered. And so Glenn Beck and his team found a way to make it easily accessible, which we'll share with you. But it brings it brings to light what we did in the show, what we talked about with YouTube, Facebook, uh, restrictions on what you can say, what you can't say. I'm, I'm here to tell you that we are at a place where you've got to find your people. You've got to find the place where you're going to you're going to be able to put that together and say, I know that these people aren't going to just give me their opinion. They're going to point me in the right direction. They're going to do the research for me. And uh, and so we're using lots of sources for what we're doing here at The Awaken. But I want you to become an insider with us to to follow what we're doing. You can subscribe to our channels, the AGA Network, but you can also do something that would really help us out, be able to reach out to you very quickly. And that is text the letters A. G A. So the letters A G A to 330-619-4497. That's 330 
619-4497. Become an insider with uh, with the Awakened and the AJA Network. You'll get access to all of that stuff, but you'll also be able to get behind the scenes things that we're doing. And, uh, you know, one of the, the greatest new new places we're found is Rumble. And, uh, and so we're going to be doing a lot more with Rumble in the future. So um, find the app, download the app, uh, watch us at aga.network, and you'll find more Awakened stuff coming out all the time. Yep. <clears throat> We've got a lot going on this week and, and a whole bunch of stuff coming up. So, you know, if anything in here really opened your eyes and led you out of that ignorance, out of that darkness, please drop it in the comments. Let us know. Give us some feedback. Share this with people. Share Glenn Beck's message with yes. people. And it's uh, com. They even bought their, <laughs> they purchased a URL specifically to point to this YouTube video. Yeah, because you can't search. You can type in the name of the special Glenn Beck, Blaze Media, all that stuff in the search on YouTube. You'll never find this video. They didn't pull it, but they've buried it. Yep. So they actually bought a URL that directs straight to that video. Yeah. It's wild, but this is what's happening. Yeah. So anything else before we end it up? I think we're good. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, to everybody watching, stay tuned. We'll be back with more of The Awakened. In the meantime, stay awake. Stay awake.